One of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes is called A Most Unusual Camera. In this episode, a criminal career couple rob an antique shop, and among the things they grab is an antique box camera that produces photos immediately after being shot. They quickly notice that this camera makes photos that show an immediate future, clearly as if it were an aftermath photo. What initially seemed like a relic of the past became a portal into the future. And while it doesn't precisely turn out a lasting windfall, that possibility of seeing into the future was attractive. To our detriment or benefit, we spend a lot of time thinking about the future, planning and organizing ourselves around how things might be without the help of a Twilight Zone camera. And wouldn't it be something if we could not just predict the future, but see it clearly as in a photograph? Photograph, seal, and capture a moment. But how life-changing would it be if we knew the future in the exact dimensions of a set frame? For many of us, the future terrifies us because we cannot see the impact of what it will bring. Not being able to read the tea leaves frightens us. It sets us in a psychological state, either of hyper-arousal with nervous energy about the world, or hypo-arousal, inducing depression and fatigue. We aren't sure if we'll have enough money, health, energy, hair, or whether we'll have companions on the journey that we'll like long enough, or whether the days ahead will prove satisfying. But future talk can turn us into thinking about our spiritual selves. What does it mean to look towards the future without much certainty may help us surrender to the mystery that brought us into existence, God. The practice of attending to our future selves is rooted in that mystery that holds past, present, and future. And dealing with our future self is a spiritual discipline that involves cultivating ourselves in the world in the present moment. Spiritual discipline demands proactivity, as tending to our inner selves and environments takes effort. Still, there is also a level of surrender required of us, for we can't control everything. In the Genesis text, we find the first dialogue between Abraham and God in this Hebrew scripture. In previous chapters, God spoke, and we find Abraham moving accordingly. But in this scripture lesson, it's not just the transcendent mystery of God taking center stage. God engages Abraham because the uncertainty of Abraham's future is perturbing to him. And Abraham was not just concerned. He must have been frightened. In Abraham's story, the future of great faith traditions ushered into the world tells a story of how many complex parts can come together and form unimaginable beauty. In this sense, God's story was to flow from Abraham's story, a story of how the transcendent and mysterious can take elements of the impossible and bring forth something more significant than self and moment. As a harbinger of God's future, 
Abraham needs to know more than you'll be great one day. Abraham cannot be a passive recipient of God's promise. He needs to be in dialogue with the meaning of knowing that his future self was being handled with care and certainty. Hearing of all this promise and potential, Abraham is bewildered. The future couldn't possibly hold the promise of God, since Abraham didn't have the right stuff to fulfill divine destiny in his existence. He was older, his wife had been unable to have children, and that future self didn't seem possible. Death was lurking for Abraham on a very conscious level, and it was something he could not do much about. In ancient times, as in modern times, having children was a way to extend oneself into the future and perpetuate oneself in the world. Our world is quite different in some ways. Interestingly, the fear of death has partly fueled a techno-optimist movement that believes death can be cured. Transhumanists, as they are called, believe that human finitude will be eradicated as longevity will become the norm, and not the exception. But grappling with our future self, we, like Abraham, might wonder what we can grow into when what we see is not much more than what is missing in our life's backpack. And yet it is the phrase, do not be afraid, that captures the essence of the future. When it is rooted in the mystery of the divine, of the God that made us not just for ourselves. The caring vision of God captures for Abraham that his life was not his own that his life would generate a community far more significant than he could imagine. The vision God had for Abraham was so expansive that Abraham is led outside and instructed to count the stars of the heavens. And in such hyperbole, he is told the possibility of your future self is limitless, infinite, and beyond what you can even fathom. It's so easy to get lost in ourselves, and what's missing, and what we don't have, and what we wish we did have. And for those of us who have an excess of things, it too can be overwhelming to know that we have all what we have and yet grapple with whether our stories will be as meaningful as they could be. To those of us who struggle with having much, and to those who struggle with not having enough, God speaks a word to us. Here in Abraham's story, the echo of that ancient voice saying, Do not be afraid. Your life carries meanings, and it contains within possibilities that you're nurture. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't need a magic camera to show what will be. That God is mystery is a call to embark upon a journey and an adventure. The journey part means it's not always linear, and it doesn't all get sorted out fast. And the adventure part means that we get to be creative about growing up and growing into the wonder-filled people of God. Religion scholar Huston Smith wrote that the world and its beings are the spontaneous outflow of creative 
imaginable energy. That's what we are. Created in the image of God and beautiful overflows of that creative, imaginable energy. Jesus embodied this even in his process as a mortal being. In the eternal image of God as the living statement of God's care for the world. As we walk with Abraham and Jesus in this Lenten season, let us remember there are some certainties and some uncertainties. And there's a whole lot of journey and adventure ahead. Matthew McConaughey, in his 2014 Academy Award acceptance speech for Best Actor, said, When I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, Who's your hero? And I said, You know who it is? It's me in 10 years. So I turned 25. Ten years later, that same person comes to me and says, So are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero's me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always ten years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And I'm just fine with it. Because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. McConaughey's speech has become a testament to this idea of a future self. Of potential. Of the not yet in the making. Abraham's story reminds us of not settling for the here and now as the absolute fact of our existence. Yes, fear wants to capture us, and nervous energy can cause us to be stagnant or lean into the unknown. Abraham, in looking at those stars, decides to lean into the unknown, surrendering to the God that was greater than his deficits and certainties. He had to give up control. And when he tried to control the narrative too much, he got himself and his loved ones in trouble. But how wondrous to be able to trust in the one who promised to hold Abraham's back. God's got you too, friend. Even when we engage life with its many iterations and disappointment reigns. When relationships fall apart. When we get passed over for a promotion or the family we were hoping to form doesn't happen. And even when our health fails, sometimes it all feels erratic and unpredictable. And if seasons of our lives were a movie, surely we'd want to rewrite the script. And while life offers no rewrites, God in our stories allows for God's mystery to evolve us, move us, and put us into an adventure. But it does take some surrender. It takes trust and willingness for taking steps outside of our comfort and certainty. And take that as Abraham's story. Adventures await. And take McConaughey's advice too. Keep on chasing your future self. No, you aren't doing this alone. God is with you. And together in community, we get to do that chasing better and farther. Amen.